turn and run from nothing simply cause we learn the act of running feels braver than hiding but it's easier than standing Draft House. I'm yours, Mark. Joined by co-host Jeff. Yes, indeed. Happy anniversary, Mark. Happy anniversary to you, sir. Two completed years of drafting inside of a house, and this is the beginning of year three, and it's it's going to be a great day. A great day. Did we watch a great film? You'll find out. Who knows? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because... We're here back with you, uh, and before we get into what we watched this week, because it's a new theme, it's a new month and a new theme. It's a new theme every week, baby. Just Ooh, for just for this a, month. That's a tease. Uh, first, we have to plug some music, and because we are because of the 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 this wonderful pick a theme. Give in credit the month where of June, it's due, baby. I I, I, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know Listen, how to explain it. Hey. So check it out. So this month or this week, we are doing Nick Cage is the theme again that Mark has picked. And the music back on Nick Cage month was from a band called Fort Defiance. So the song you just heard is also from Fort Defiance, but it's a different song. It's a different song. And the title is Love as Strong as Doubt. Um, And we appreciate the uh, the Tennessee folk uh, folk folk duo. Um, their husband and wife, uh, for letting us use their music again on the podcast. Very kind and, of them to uh, to not yeah. say hell no. <laughs> fuck that podcast. Fuck we heard you, what y'all did the first time. Shit, one of you likes fucking <laughs> uncut gems. What an idiot! What? I believe is what their email said. Um, it's not, but okay. thank you for again bringing up Uncut Gems. It's this is the, the 101st episode <laughs> of this podcast. And we are still talking about Uncut Gems. That's how good of a movie it was. Um, That's how good of an episode we made. Anyways, you can catch all of Fort Defiance's um, links to all their social media accounts, to their Spotify, their website. Uh, in the Hit the show notes, get all the links. Hit all the the likes and the follows and subscribes, please. Um, they're doing they're they're trying to make money for themselves by by uh, by making music, and we're just trying to help them out a little bit. And so, um, Jeff, yes, what what is the theme? This so week? the theme this month is draft a theme, and the theme that you drafted was Nicolas Cage, and the film you chose to go along with that was The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. From 2022? Yep. Uh, 2022? It's 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 directed by a guy named Tom Gormican. Yeah. And I never heard of that dude. Um, but, um, it stars Nick Cage as himself. This is a, a film we had once considered for stars as themselves. Yeah. Um, but it was in theaters, and it was still, you know, we just Pandemic didn't get Pandemic-ish. Yeah. Um, and we were, I at least, I'll take it. I wasn't ready to go back to the cinemas just yet. 
Um, but it stars Nicolas Cage as Nicolas Cage um, alongside Pedro Pascal, Tiffany Haddish, Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, Demi Moore makes a brief appearance. and I missed her. Uh, she, she played um, an actress in a movie. I think she was a <laughs> character. Oh, she was um, at the very end. When they they make that jump cut from what's happening to oh, yeah. in yeah, film, yeah. she's one of the characters there. Who who's the guy that plays the um, the other uh, CIA agent with Tiffany Haddish? Um, oh, that guy! I, there's he's some, he's in he's in a ton of shit, and you're always he was like in oh. neighbors. I don't know. There's you know some, and I don't mean, and I this is me being me, and I don't mean to besmirch anyone. But I'm just waiting for that guy to get me too. I don't know what it is. I <laughs> mean, no face. offense to him. It's, it's no, his it's face. his face. It's he, his face. He has raper face. And again, <laughs> that is no judgment on his character. That is just what I don't like him. I just don't like him. It's. I mean, his his and like I've seen him in a ton of stuff, and I'm like, oh, that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Yeah, role. he was in Neighbors with Zac Efron and and yeah. Uh, and he uses the N word a bunch. Maybe that's why I don't like him. I don't know. Like I using the N word. Baron Holtz. Yeah, fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> I just don't know. I'll never meet him, you know. But if I do, you hope. You uh, hope. He'll kick my ass. I'm just joking, man. I'm taking it back. You're the best. Um, yeah, fuck that guy. Um, I don't know anything about him. Anyways, um, so the the move the the premise of the film. Is uh, Nick Cage is trying to uh, take himself seriously as an actor again? No, he's he's having he's having a right. He's having a crisis of identity. Yeah, like he's not uh, getting the roles he wants. He only gets to you know shitty roles, um, which are the roles he chose to do while he was paying off debt, where he would take any role. And now you know debt's paid off. Although this isn't in the movie, this is real life. And now he's he is doing more serious roles like Pig and this, right. you know. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know if I'd classify this as a serious role, but well, uh, it's a more big budget film. Yeah, it's not a piece I mean, this, of shit. You know, the film, like, <laughs> the film is very meta, um, and I I just like so you. All right, obviously you hadn't seen it. Correct. Um, I saw it, but again. It was like on in the background, um, and I, I I missed chunks of the film. I wasn't engaged in it. I was probably on my phone. Um, people were probably walking by the TV, and I just you know I wasn't I wasn't invested into what was going right. on on screen. Um, and so I just kind of wrote it off. And then um, probably within the past three months, two three months. Uh, Nick Cage became a meme again for the uh, the LSD uh, trip scene where oh, wait, wait. It, he's looking at um, Pedro Pascal's. They're driving through the countryside of yeah. the country they're in, and they're both tripping on on LSD. And Nick Cage gives them this real like, "What the fuck are we doing?" face, and the camera cuts to Pedro Pascal, and he's just got this big ass grin on his face, and winds blowing through his hair. Anyways, that's it. a meme on the internet now. Yeah. And uh, if you've been on the internet, you've probably seen it. Well, and then there's the head nod. Like, that's a gif that comes up 
you know, with him doing the the fist into the palm head nod. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you, like you said, you kind of saw this before. I yeah. never saw it before. And um, I love this movie. This movie was so <laughs> fun, man. Like, Pedro Pascal is Paul Rudd levels of likable. There's just something about the guy where I want to be his friend. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, just... he's, he's, Pedro Pascal is, uh, he is having one of the best he's having a two, big... year, two year yeah. periods well, I've ever Game seen in Hollywood. And then he did, he's in Mandalorian. Oh, he is the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. He, he was in Wonder Woman 84, which, you know, he was good in. I don't hate that movie as much as others do. Not great, but whatever. And then, um, the last of us and then he was I on mean, snl and now you know of course well I mean, I mean this so so this movie came out before the last of us um and i think the last of us really really skyrocketed in him um just because of how popular it was and how how good it was um he is Oh, and he was um, Narcos. He was in yeah, um, that was the it. first Narcos. couple seasons of Narcos, and uh, you know he's I mean he's fan- he's fantastic in everything he does, and um, he is in a like in, especially in The Last of Us. Like my, my my daughter is obsessed with The Last of Us, um, but you know she's like she's coming up to me like a week ago or two weeks whenever it was, and she's like, "Hey, did you see what Pedro Pascal wore to the Met Gala?" And I was like, "Girl, what? why the f- fuck are you talking about the Met Gala right yeah. now?" And and like and she shows me a picture and he's wearing some like red hey. red shorts. Um and Pedro. I'm like he's awesome. Right. But, but see but that, that's what I'm saying. It's like this motherfucker is so popular now that he is being talked about because of what he wore to the Met Gala. Like what the fuck is happening? Yeah, he's uh, he's on the brink of superstardom if he's not he, already there. I think I think he's there. I think I mean I he's think been he in is. some big big things. I he, he just needs I mean he's a pop culture icon right now. Yeah, um, um, just for everything that he's done, and he seems like a nice guy. Hopefully he doesn't get me too, and I look like an idiot calling for someone else to get it when you know I'm over here praising <laughs> this guy. But as of what we know right now, he seems like a, a good dude, and I I love him in this movie. He is so likable so like the whole like shtick is is that basically nick cage gets paid to come to a birthday party for pedro pascal uh, who's playing javi and because javi is a super fan but it turns out that the fbi is investigating javi as being some sort of colombian drug lord and the whole movie i don't want him to be the bad guy they, he is so right. likable, and I'm like, ah, he's gonna be the bad guy, man. Damn it! Like he, they keep having a lot of um, false leads. Like there's a room. well, I mean, kudos, kudos to the movie, yeah, for for allowing you to think. Um, because I was right there with you. I was like, damn, this motherfucker's gonna try to be the bad guy. Yeah, and, and I didn't want it. I liked him right. way too much. He, the character, cares so much about Nick Cage. And he, he's misguided, but he's very innocent in it, yeah. you know? And, like, he wants to make a movie with Nick Cage. And Nick Cage does it at first as a way to, like, um, befriend him. And then he starts to realize this guy actually has a lot of good ideas for movies. And he's kind of having fun. And they have a bromance. I texted you. 
And I was like, this movie fits in several categories. Nick Cage month, actors playing themselves month, and bromance month. This movie is a full bromance of the yeah. best way. I mean, it's It's got a mo- it's got a montage where they're riding in the car together. Dude, it's, the riding it's... in the car, laughing, tripping acid, and I don't <laughs> generally speaking, I don't do like drug scenes. I I just find them annoying. This one's pretty good because they just are really it's really comedic yeah. and they're like running from people who aren't chasing them and um they <laughs> there's the scene where he he pushes Nick Cage over a wall and Nick Cage is trying to pull him up, but realistically he's not strong enough, right? In real life, that's really hard to do. And and so Pedro's like, just go, man. Just go. I can't. You're you're Nick Cage. You gotta survive. Because they think these people are chasing them. Well, and then seconds later it turns out they could have just both walked around and he pops his head on. It's just adorable. <laughs> like it's just a lot of that. And it it it's awesome. I love this movie, man. It I uh, I laughed the whole way through. I didn't want Pedro to be the bad guy. The stakes were there for me. It it was so fun. And the only things I can really critique, the things that really I didn't like was the de aging on Nick Cage because he has yeah. like an alternate personality. Nick Cage from yeah, the past. it's. it's- it's 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 eccentric Nick Cage. It's it's face yeah. off Nick Cage. Um, and I thought I liked. So I didn't I didn't enjoy the. I like the, the character. Yes, I do. The de aging looks like shit. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> but like, man, uh, in one of the scenes, uh, you know, his alter ego just goes batshit crazy. Nick Cage, and just like, woo, yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm just like yes. Let's fucking go face off Nick Cage. Um, and there's so many. And like Nick, kudos to Nick Cage, first of all, for agreeing to make this movie. Um, Bro, and making it, making it fun. He agrees to make everything. Well, Let's no, but honest. I'm saying, but I'm but like, he, this, movie, this movie doesn't dive into like his problems, but it puts him on blast a lot. Um, and he definitely makes fun of himself, which yeah. makes it fun, right? Like he thinks a lot of himself. Um, you know, and he, it, it, there's a lot of him not being the best dad in the world, you know, and there's a running gag around the cabin of Dr. Caligari, which is this old silent film from the twenties, which I liked. looked that shit up by the way, that, that I'm, that's, that's crazy. I'm familiar with it. I've never sat down and watched it. I've only seen eight silent films in their entirety. <laughs> Go check out Hitchcock chronologically, but I'm familiar enough with it that it is a well-loved movie among sort of artsy people. The other running gag and a movie I have to see now because of this is Paddington 2. Oh, you haven't seen Paddington 2? I got to Is it that good? Like, they, Oh, fuck, man. That's such a good movie. Yeah. they so Paddington, the, the franchise, is, is very good. But Paddington 2 is like top-notch level just family fun. So um, it's like fantastic. that's the running. So that basically Pedro and Nick Cage are, uh, you know, uh, bonding over their love of film and they're going back and forth. And, you know, it's like, what are your top three films? And I don't remember what Nick Cage said, but Pedro says Caligari, which is that silent film. Uh, he picks a Nick Cage film. Which one was it? It wasn't. Oh, it's gone in 60 seconds, wasn't it? no. It was another one. It was another one of his, but I can't remember what it was. I almost want to say it was Face Off, but he picks oh, a Nick Cage film. And then he's like, ah, there's so many to pick from. Then eventually he goes, Paddington 2. And Nick Cage, which I did, 
because I've never seen this movie, scoffs. You're like, you're fucking with me, right? And then they watch Paddington 2, and Nick Cage is crying. It's a beautiful movie. <laughs> it's I Now I want to see it. Like This movie yeah. is the best ad for Paddington 2. <laughs> We're going to yeah. do Paddington 2 on the pot at some point. I guess. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. Pad- Paddington is great. Um, I believe you. No, it's... Uh, I, I just really enjoyed the fact that we get Nick Cage in this movie... Being the Nick Cage that we grew up with, um, yeah, and 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 like that was the best. And this movie goes out of its way to tell tell the viewer that that version of Nick Cage was the best version of Nick Cage. Um, and like the movie starts out from the scene from Con Air where uh, uh, Nick Cage's character takes the teddy bear. Oh, off of right, because the, off like- of the ground and. And gives it to his daughter, and he says something with this bogus Southern accent. Ah, fine, who cares? And and right, and I'm just like, oh, I haven't seen that movie in so long, and it made me want to go watch Con Air. Um, but like this, the whole movie is just a, it's a, it's a, it's a montage of Nick Cage's greatest hits, um, and I'm so glad that he got to do this film, and. People enjoyed it because across the board, critics and fans, everybody were really on board with this film. I just, you know, it's because I'm a big Nick Cage fan. You're a big Nick Cage fan. We did Nick Cage month here on the podcast. Right. Um, I'm just glad he got to do this fucking movie is because it is every version of Nick Cage we've ever gotten in one fucking film. And, and like you got to look at the movie poster, too. It's like just full adventure, almost James Bond level of action on the poster and it's so much fun like this movie is so much fun it i mean it's a comedy it goes into action adventure i mean like and it does it in a way that i don't know of any other movies that are i'm sure there are things that'll come to mind afterwards but it it is a rare breed of of comedy i guess maybe like the jump street movies and if you know me that's high praise um I, this might be a new classic for me. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's there's a lot of moments where he's, you know, he Pedro is a super fan, and then he brings him into his Nick Cage shrine or whatever. Yeah, and you know he's got the <laughs> he's got the the wax doll of Nick Cage as Castro which, Troy, which looks terrible. But Nick Cage is he's like, I'll give you it. a million dollars for it, and he's like, No way, buddy. And he's right. got the, the guns from the movie. You know, and he's like, those yeah. are real guns. And he goes, oh, I know. Like, <laughs> I just, this super fan, Pedro Pascal, is so good. I can't even say it enough. Like, he's so good and so likable. Get my man in the MCU. I don't care as who. Just, I'm so, I'm kind of surprised he, he isn't already in the MCU. Yeah, just put him somebody. in all the things. I'm ready yeah. for it. Because I love yeah. him, and I'm glad he's, his star is blowing up. And please don't get canceled. So um, let's talk about one thing I did not enjoy about this film, and um, that's the fact that Tiffany Haddish is completely wasted. Um, I I didn't even notice that was her. Like right, it's because she she's got a she she got a shaved head in the movie. So well, and it isn't even that. I'm used to her being funny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's not funny in this movie. Right. Like, um, did you see the um, Andre? What was his name? I can't think of it. 
Three thousand. No, the oh. guy who does the the pranks and stuff. I don't know. Oh, I'm blanking on his name. Well, he did a movie called. Uh, oh, um, yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, uh, I'll look it up. But he did a movie, a Netflix movie, that was all pranks. Um, let me, Andre. Uh, not Iguodala. That's a basketball player. <laughs> not, uh, I can't, Eric Andre. Uh, Eric Andre. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So Eric Andre did a movie, um, called Bad Trip, that which is a really funny movie. It's like all these pranks and stuff mixed in with the narrative. It's basically I just like the fact that everybody wants to beat his ass in that movie. Yeah. What I like about <laughs> that movie is that it's what the impractical jokers movie should have been. Cause I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of them, but their movie yeah. sucked and yeah. this is what it should have been. Yeah. But, uh, she's in that movie and she slays. She's hilarious. She's awesome. Um, but I didn't, I didn't even really like clocker until afterwards. I'm like, oh, okay. It just it's it's a nothing part that yeah. probably could have been given to anyone. Right. And it's weird that they they As got opposed, her yeah. to do this part. It is just weird. And and that's so that's one thing. It's like it's because like in the second half of the movie, she's you know, she's in a good chunk. Um and I'm just like, why? Why are we waste why why are you wasting Tiffany Haddish? She's hilarious. Um, uh, that's one, that's one thing I didn't, I, I didn't enjoy. I, I didn't really enjoy, uh, Nick Cage's wife. Um, although I the, think she did a good job. She grounded the prosthetic, the prosthetic scene with Nick Cage as oh, the, that was good. as the old, uh, the old mob boss, I guess, or whatever. And she had a good scene where she was playing the tough one, you know, in that scene, yeah. she kind of stole that scene purposefully. Um, I, th- I think she was good. I didn't hate her. Um, no, I didn't hate her. I just, you know, it's like... Not uh, everyone can pop off the screen. Yeah. You know, yeah, you've yeah, got, you're in a movie with Nick Cage. Sometimes it's best to just let the crazy people do the crazy, and you just get it done. And, you know, that's... So you say, let the crazy people do the thing. And that's, like, also why I'm in awe of Pedro Pascal in this film, is because he goes toe-to-toe with Nick Cage, and he's every bit as charismatic and charming and kind of batshit crazy and it's just like man it's i love pedro pascal yeah i'm gonna buy this movie just it's <laughs> i'm sitting here we're talking about i'm like i want to i want to watch it again yeah um that's how and much it's an I, hour 47 minutes that's and it. it breezes by it's so entertaining and fun um i, I I don't know. All right, so the, all right, no, all right. <laughs> yeah, awesome. we, we don't. We, we really don't. I mean, see these when we hit when we hit on on films, man. It's it's great is because these episodes just breeze by. Yeah. But and I believe we did this before, but I don't really remember. <sighs> Top five Nick Cage films. Go. I don't think we did. Um, let me let me get a list out because I I gotta let me um. It's going to require some editing, but you're editing, so it's oh, fine. It's, I'll just it's not happening. Yeah, well, you just okay. cut out silences. I mean, um, just off the top of your head. Okay, what are the top, top five, five Nick Cage films. Okay, Face Off is okay. right there. I got to order them yep. after. That's that's yep. definitely on the list. Um, Drive Angry is on the list, and I'm not okay. joking. Uh, um, let me look at the. Get yours together while I'm doing this. I got um, I got mine. Um, We're golden. Damn. Okay, why don't you give me yours then? Okay. 
So uh, I'm going to go with, all right, so Face Off is probably my favorite. And um, Con Air is probably number two. Uh, I love, and I it's not his craziest performance, but I think I love it more because of who he's he's acting with in the film. Uh, but I love The Rock. Um, a lot of people an, love The Rock. You're it's not. an un, it's an underrated Nick Cage film. He get, it's a Michael Bay film, so it's already off the walls. But I just like he gets he gets a, a couple scenes where he gets to be Nick Cage, the un the unchained dude. And uh, and then he's 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 going toe to toe with Sean Connery. Let's fucking go. Um, wait, all right, what? All right, so number uh, we'll be about four. It's three. not easy, is it? No, I, I you're just, over here talking shit. <laughs> this this one might be number four. Uh, um, oh, we wait. can include this one. Then I'm gonna yeah. put this on the list because it's certainly yeah. on the list. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then maybe. Gone in sixty seconds, maybe. Just because that was that was a, such a, a fun fucking movie, and he's you know he's not crazy crazy, but he plays a badass. Um, and it's and it's, it's just so it's good. yeah yeah no it's I mean it's 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 a great movie. It's it's I, I love all the action in it. It was it was um it was Fast and Furious before Fast and Furious was. That's absolutely uh, true, or at least uh, before it. I Fast and Furious might have been out at that point, but really. Um, one of the Ooh, early ones. We'll we'll a... we'll check. So, uh, so that's my five. Sixty seconds was two thousand, and the first Fast and the Furious. After two thousand, there's no way that franchise is. Yeah, you're right. Okay, good. Okay, good. So here's mine. Uh, let me organize these real quick. Um, we'll put this up here. Um, all right. So this is just a quick and dirty one. All right, number oh, five, Snake Eyes. Go in the back catalog, check it out. I like that movie. It's it's crazy. Um, Matchstick Men is probably Ooh, my a, yeah, that's unironic one. one. Like he is, I really like. He's that really movie. he's really good. Pig, I fucking forgot. Pig. God, oh shit. God damn. Pig. Damn it. Pig. Pig. Pig is in top three. Okay, number three, Drive Angry. Number two, uh, Massive Talent, and number one is Face Off. <laughs> Face Off's the best one. It's amazing. It's, it's. I mean, it's, <sighs> it is. He has had such a crazy. Check the back catalog. We reviewed that shit. We did. Uh, but Nick Cage has had such a crazy. Oh shit! At Renfield, what? I haven't seen it yet. But oh, I haven't seen it either. It's gonna be amazing. I've heard it's good. Um, I he, he's had such a crazy career that I just like. You can go through and like when we were oh picking, and Spider Verse. Are we counting that? Oh, we can. Yeah, I mean, that's on there. I mean, too. he's not a star in it, but all eight of these movies are in my top five. <laughs> Kick ass. <laughs> that's a top ten in my top five. Hell yeah, America. Kick ass is good. He's awesome. Uh, I just like he, I am. I he is probably one of the only actors that, from start to finish, you could probably watch every single film of Careful. his. Go ahead and finish your sentence, and then I'll prove you wrong in two uh, I haven't, words. I haven't seen every single Nick Cage film. Nick Cage chronologically coming soon from your boy, you Mark. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> I got other shit to do. <laughs> it's a spinoff franchise of your franchise. Um, 
No, I just he's one of the only actors that that I can think of where you could sit down and watch his filmography and probably be just encapsulated by finish it finish what you're saying his his gravitas okay of, now i don't know oh oh you know what <laughs> fuck let me all right let me take um snake eyes off and put the knowing on my okay list. i like all the right knowing. i like it uh, yeah the ending sucks but the whole rest of the movie's pretty awesome um so he did uh a remake of left behind yeah yeah, yeah. i saw that um movie. i've heard i've heard it's shit is it shit i don't remember okay but anyway <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, I've I've seen. Off. Hey, did you ever watch um, uh, Willie's Wonderland? I want to. I haven't. Yet, oh, it's no. so good. It's he he says zero words in that entire film. Zero. Well, it is the better version of what eventually will be a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Yeah, yeah. it's it's probably the best version of that. Even though I haven't yeah. seen it, it's on Hulu. Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah, no, watch it. It's. It is fantastic. It's because it's Nick Cage being Nick Cage without he's saying fighting a fuck. robots. I right, it's, it's awesome. He's fighting animatronic robots like that we experienced back in the the early nineties with, um, what's the the the, the mouse? Um, uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. But I remember, and... did you have Showbiz? We had Showbiz, no. which had a band <laughs> like there's. I remember Gorilla on drums, and uh, all I remember is the grill. I don't remember the rest of the band. But you just like you go you go down this dude's filmography, and like, you know, he did the Renfield, and then he had the Old Way, which you told me to consider for Western Month. No, I didn't. I said I had considered it. Oh, I didn't tell you what to do. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I'm done with this. Is a new year. I'm done with you telling me what to pick and not to pick. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm tell you talking anything. about the time you were like, you gotta pick that damn anything everywhere all the time every once. That was a f- great fucking movie. What no, are you it wasn't. About? Are you serious? I'm pulling back my approval of it. Why? Did you watch it again and all of a sudden have a change of heart? No, I just didn't like it that much. Are you? What the fuck, man? That's just yeah. It. You know how sometimes you get further away from movies, you like it less. That's kind of how I feel about it. I don't hate I don't, it. I don't understand it though. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but and again, you made me watch it, so I'm done with that shit. Um, okay. uh, anytime you say it's a good way to make me not pick something, I guess. Like if you're like, "Hey, pick uh pick I got the hookup too," I would be like, "No, nah, man. Okay, great idea. Actually, is what would happen." Anyways, anyway. I don't know what made you decide that you were gonna shit all over a great fucking film in this moment, but thanks I didn't for doing shit that. Over it. Yeah, you did. You yeah, kind of shit on it. Fuck that movie. That movie sucks. It doesn't. But I'm uh, doing it for the meme now. <laughs> but um, Did you ever see the movie Joe? No. That's a good fucking movie. In no the case. Um, what do you mean no thing? Uh, bro, I'm I'm telling you that eh. Nick, Nick Cage has, he's got some stinkers. Don't get me wrong. But they're mostly entertaining stinkers. Oh, I should have picked jujitsu just so we could have this conversation. Have you seen it? No. Oh, it looks terrible. I, it might be good. Oh, it's from the director of Kickboxer Retaliation. Never mind. It's actually probably <laughs> dope. Kickboxer Retaliation is the shit. It's got it's got Frank Grillo in it. Let's go. You want to do a bonus episode? No, let's man. watch it and come right back. 
<laughs> anyways. Now, anyways. Retaliation. If you want to watch an underrated hidden gym, Kickboxer Retaliation with Mike Tyson and Jean-Claude Van Damme is actually dope. Who's your who's on your um your uh 90s action film Mal Rushmore? Oh, Van Damme. Okay. Van Damme. Arnold. Okay. Okay. Van Did you Damme. say Van Damme twice? Yeah. Three Van Dams in Arnold. Okay. Well, I can't like I don't like I would say Seagal, but I kind of hate Seagal now. But his trilogy of three-word movies <laughs> pretty good, at least from memory. But he's a douchebag, and I hate him now. Um, I don't really think St- Stallone. I mean, Stallone, I guess. So let, let, let me seriously. Van Damme, Stallone, Arnold. Um, who would I have run out? Bruce Willis? No, I, he's more of an old man than an action star. I prefer martial artists, generally speaking. Yeah, but that's not the... Maybe okay. Jet Li. I mean, 90s. Yeah, I don't know. That's why I put two Van Dams up there, because that's who I like the most. Oh, it's all right. So, nineties. We're talking. Uh, we're talking Schwarzenegger. Right. Uh, Definitely Schwarzenegger's on there. Yeah, we're talking. Uh, put Van Dam up there. Of course, uh, you. If you didn't, this would be the last episode of the podcast. <laughs> um. Uh, I would I would say in the '90s Nick Cage, um, and yeah. and then I would put Bruce Willis up there, uh, for the '90s. So you would have yeah. you got you got four dudes I guess, who who so own the, the '90s. So for me, like Nick Cage, and um, who's the other guy you said Bruce Willis? They actually Bruce were kind of yeah. like mainstream action stars, like. Yeah. I, when I think of 90s action movie, I think of Arnold's Commando, which arguably that movie's not good. It's kind of poorly acted, but it's so fun to watch and so enjoyable. And a lot of Van Damme stuff is that way. Where Commando was in the 80s, bro. Okay. I guess that's fine, but still. <laughs> um, yeah, because Arnie was doing his Terminator <laughs> stuff. Terminator Two's, a but that's what I'm talking about. Okay, whatever, fine. It's just Van, it's four Van Dams. Oh, okay, we're gonna watch more Van Dam movies. I'm gonna sneak them all in. I can't wait Why? to watch Enemy Enemies because they're good, okay. dude. I'm serious. Kickboxer Retaliation, the two Kickboxer remakes, uh, Retaliation and Vengeance are Vengeance is good. Retaliation is unironically awesome. I just, I, I mean, we we had a whole month dedicated to the dude. But that's not enough. We had a whole month, and then I did 30 Plus days of Van Damme, and another episode, and I right. still think maybe we could, maybe we do guys doing the splits month, <laughs> and I can squeeze in a couple more of these. <laughs> We're we're just filling space at this point. Um, all right, I offered so, to go watch jujitsu. You said so. No. I mean, you you clearly recommend. I love uh, this the, movie. Yeah. I am I am going to buy it. It's really funny. I think it's going to be kind of a, a a heavy rotation movie. I think it could end up in the realm of like a twenty one Jump Street, where it's just when I don't have anything to watch, I'm going to watch it again. It, it's 
my kind of comedy. It's funny, and I I I love it. It's really great. It's one of my favorite movies we've watched this year, and it wouldn't surprise me if it ends up in my top five. I'm not sure, but it could. There's a lot of good stuff on the top right now for me. Yeah, we. I mean, we've here in the past three three four months, we've you we've hit a sweet spot. I, I've picked yeah, a lot of shit. But, correct. Um, but like, so I mean, I let so it's hard for me to put things like "I love you, man" on there because I already loved it anyway. Right. But I mean, you got "Quiet Place," "R R R." I guess that's about it. <laughs> I, yeah, "Quiet Place," "R R R." Banshees was okay. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's three. So, yeah, it's got a good chance of making my top five. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Nope, won't be on my top uh, five. You're so full of shit. I'm not. Uh, I honestly, here's, okay, here's why I have changed a little. Okay. The thought of rewatching it sounds like it's not going to be any fun. Just right. to be honest, like if I had to put that movie on again, I wouldn't. Like, I, I just don't want to watch it again. And whether that's the quality of the film or just the subject matter or the the bizarre nature of the storytelling in it, there's something about that that's unappealing and I don't want to watch again. Um, whereas a film like Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, I immediately want to watch it again. It, it, I, don't, I don't know if it's the mark of a great film, though. That's the thing. Oh, it is for me. If if right. well, I mean there are exceptions, right? So like, I don't want to sit around watching Schindler's List. It's too damn depressing, right? I get that, but this right. that wasn't the case with this. I and I, I'm not. Why are we talking about this? I'm not trying to shit on it. I just my you enthusiasm it for it is not what it was several weeks ago. That's all. It's not fair. a big deal. No, it's fair. It's fair. Shit. Um, I, I just like I mean you were you you gave it very high praise, um, and now all of a sudden you're walking back your praise and yeah. I was like I don't understand. I'm why. gonna do what I want though. Yeah, sure. So fuck off. Fuck, fuck. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyways, uh, I too recommend uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent. It's so uh, good. Just so Mark, because what you didn't hear was me complimenting you. Like my top three movies are all ones you picked. Yeah, thank you. So I appreciate it. It's unbearable you. way to massive talent. Uh RRR, which you picked, and a quiet yeah. place, which you picked. Those are right. three right now are my favorite movies this year that we've watched. It, yeah. And we've watched we've watched good ones. Prey. Prey, Prey was comes, good. Yeah. Prey. Uh we watched uh Black Snake Mode. <laughs> um, that was last year. Nope. That, that was, was Richie Month. Oh, it was. It was Richie yeah. Month. Okay, uh No Country for Old Men. Good nope. movie. Um, that movie's all right. House of Gucci, good movie. That was that that was fun. Right now, I would say it, it's as of with our current standings. Spring break. Oh, it's on a list. I'll tell you that <laughs> it's on one of my five. <laughs> I'll be honest. Right now, as it stands, uh, Spring Break is the worst movie we watched this year. Not even for close. me. I know Ravenous for you. That's fine. <laughs> but, boy, Spring Break is awful. Anyway, if you want to get in touch with uh, uh, Mark and tell him that Spring Break is shit, mm. um, I, don't, I don't care. I mean, he doesn't care either. But you can go I to I Heard You Liked on Twitter and uh, 
Yeah, and if you want to hit up Jeff on Twitter and uh, and let him know, hey man, um, you know Nick Cage chronologically sounds like a lot. You should um, no. You should do it though. No, nope. uh, because we want to hear more about your obsession with Nick Cage. Um, you hit him up on Twitter at uh, podcast by Jeff because he's got a ton of podcasts. Yep, and he's Jeff. That's me. Uh, if you want to, if you want to get it the, twi- uh, the Twitter on podcast, if you want to get the podcast on Twitter, uh, you can find us at Movie Draft House uh, and throw us some uh, some themes that you think would make sense or that don't make sense. And you just think, oh we should yeah, just that we have to try to figure out how the fuck yeah. we're gonna make that work. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's it's. I mean, we're at one hundred and one, Jeff. Um. Yeah. This. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, scrolling through the back catalog, is this I was like, "Holy sh!" This isn't one hundred and one. This is like one hundred and five. <laughs> Episode okay. one hundred was "I Love You, Man." Isn't that what you were talking about? Yeah. So what is it? All right. One hundred and four. One hundred five. One hundred four. Anyways. Yep. Um, that's crazy because I was scrolling through the back catalog. I was like, "Holy shit, we have a lot of fucking podcasts." Um. So uh, once again, I am in awe of. Uh, our, our longevity, and uh, and I'm in awe of the uh, the the audience we built. That's crazy. Um, so it's a uh, it's good times. It's good times. I'm enjoying myself, and I'm uh, I'm ho- I'm hoping you are too, Jeff. Yes, of course I am. I wouldn't I wouldn't do it if I wasn't having fun. And actually, and you've introduced me to some great movies. You've 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 hit some speed bumps, sure, <laughs> but you've also hit some home runs. So, and this happens to be one of them. And again, uh, I've also introduced you to some good music. And speaking of good music. Oh, he segued like a champ. Uh, we want to thank Fort Defiance, the, the Tennessee folk uh, folk band, for allowing us to use their music here on the podcast. Once again, uh, we give them kudos. Uh, their song, Love As Strong As Doubt. Um, you can you find all their all their social media accounts and and everything else in the show notes. Please throw them uh, throw them some love, Jeff. Yes, sir. What are we watching next week? Next week we are watching Double Team with the aforementioned oh, Jean Claude Van Damme. I cannot wait because you must have Van Damme in your life in order for it to be complete. I I'm so glad we got this that we got this theme out of the way. I know. I actually was <laughs> I, I was holding off, and then I was like, no, Double Team's really good. So we're going to watch Double Team, and like I said the, the week I drafted it, be in the mindset to just have some fun, right? They're not going to act your balls off, and, and, and it, but it is going to be a whole hell of a lot of fun. I like it. It's a crazy movie. Uh, you can check out my initial thoughts when I first saw it. I recorded an episode of 30 Days of Van Damme uh, where I gave you my initial thoughts and how excited I was after watching it. And I'm excited to watch it again, and I'm excited to hear Mark just mm-hmm. take a big stinky one all over it because I know he's not going to like it. I hope he does, <laughs> though, because I really do enjoy it. I haven't seen it since I was probably I mean, it's a Van Damme movie starring NBA power forward Dennis Rodman. You should not even not even Hall of Famer. He's not a Hall of Famer. Is he? He's the great. 
He should be if he's not. He's the greatest rebounder well, of all time. I, I'm just saying you didn't introduce you introduce him as a power forward. Well, I don't know if he's in the Hall of Fame. I'm not familiar <laughs> with the, the basketball Hall of Fame, but he should be in there. He's the greatest rebounder of all time. Um, and this is from a guy who does not like Dennis Rodman. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Dennis Rodman was inducted into the NBA Basketball Hall of Fame on April 1st, 2011. Yeah, good. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Based on what he does on the court, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So, anyways, um, catch so, us next week as we watch that. Yes. Uh, Jeff. Um, yes. Leave us with some the words of wisdom. This is why I must trust my shamanic instincts as a thespian. We'll see you next week. Try